You know, sometimes people be mad when you're happy. Yep. And they be happy when you're mad. And like during this season, like mm. Christmas season, or whenever you watch this, but hopefully you're watching it when it comes out around Christmas season, uh, it's supposed to be the season of joy. Mm-hmm. Yet there's, there are those, maybe, maybe it's you, maybe it's not, uh, but there are those that don't trust anyone who's truly joyful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have stories about this. Oh. We have volume we got some things to tell you all right (laughs) uh and maybe we'll give you a little insight on why people uh get mad at christians so Mm. let's get to it you're listening to the nick smith podcast real life no myth where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life race faith and culture if you'd like to support the nick smith podcast rate us on itunes or you can give through our patreon and don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Joe Smith. And today, we got to talk about why people get mad at Christians. We got to talk about it. It's a uh, thing. We're going to get to it. But before that, Inner Circle, how are y'all doing? Uh, hopefully, well, to fairly well. <laughs> to moderately <laughs> to great. To moderately great. To quite awesome yes. is what we're hoping. Hey, if you haven't done so already, Inner Circle, go ahead and watch that last video that I say we shared it, but it was really all. Nick, I got to be behind the scenes. She doesn't happen often. Camera woman. It was awesome. And I was, we were driving, so it was like even more intense. I don't want to talk up what I had to do, but, uh, kind of make it sound like you're wrestling alligators (laughs) to get the film. Uh, it really wasn't hard. It it was a pretty good episode, a little mini episode for our inner circle. So check that out. Uh, make sure you comment on that and let's hear about it. Um, if you want to know more about being a part of our inner circle, uh, stick around and we'll tell you about it at the end. I don't know why Uh, I'm having (laughs) trouble. Struggles talking right now. Just tea in that cup. Promise. (laughs) Green tea. (laughs) All right. So, so people getting mad. I mean, just people just get mad. And and here's the thing. Like, sometimes tell me the thing. Sometimes we need to get mad. Sometimes there's things that merit anger. Uh Anger is a good thing at times, but people just get this level of anger towards Christians. It's interesting. It, It evokes all types of things like this i don't know christians just bring the worst out of people sometimes well and there are reasons uh the whole joel osteen thing that happened with the money in the wall and, what do you mean it was um, stolen and it was reported stolen and then there a miracle happened and it just populated within the wall out of the toilet wall uh, <laughs> the toilet wall <laughs> it was a wall where the toilet was yeah but i'm thinking toilet walls like <laughs> anyway um so like there are reasons that people really get mad at Christians or Christians that are people that call themselves by the name of Jesus mm. yet are being hateful and are being um, antagonistic to the mm-hmm. gospel, really. Or cult followings that happen yes. where you have very abusive, mentally unstable people. Mm-hmm. Egotistical people. Who that, are yeah, megalomaniacal. Mm, like Good word. That's like a dominant. $2 word. I mean, I learned it in like fourth grade. So <laughs> I've been using it ever since. Never, ever has served me wrong. No, no. Anyway, um, but, but we're yeah. we're not talking about those. No, we're talking about your run of the mill, not run of the mill. <laughs> but we're talking about like people that truly believe in Jesus who live out the gospel. Um, yet people are still mad at them. There's my mom always used to say, and a lot of people's mom said it. My mom didn't make it up, but it's a mom thing. It is the misery loves company. You can start saying you should say that. Okay, misery loves company, and so miserable people, uh, they want others to be miserable around them. Mm. And so when you are a believer and you are living in the joy of the Lord, because as Christians, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so when you're tapped into that strength and you're living in that joy, um, you're going to elicit some, uh, some hate. You're going to get some haters out there. Yeah. Um, But first I think we need to kind of differentiate for those who uh, didn't grow up in church. Excuse me. The difference between joy 
and happiness. Okay. Well, some people would say they're they're the same. Mm-hmm. Like you can use them. You should have some happy in your joy. Yes. Put a little happy, happy in happy your joy. Happy joy, joy. <laughs> um, but, but joy, like this. True... I didn't expect to quote <laughs> Ren and Stimpy on this episode. <laughs> um, like true joy is more positional than conditional. A lot of okay. times it's, it's con- like happiness can be conditional. But joy, um, our joy is, as believers is based on our relationship with Christ and our mm-hmm. standing with him. How we have been, uh, we've been imputed or we've been given his righteousness. And so, um, out of having that, we, then that joy flows from it as opposed to, um, things working out the way that we want them to. And then, oh, now I feel joy. Yeah. I think another way to look at it would be a reactionary versus, Mm. um, static, like having a reactionary joy of like, I'm only going to have joy if something positive happens in my life, Mm. um, isn't really the the joy that we're speaking about. The joy that we're speaking about is there. Even when you're having a bad day, Mm -hmm. even when things are going bad, doesn't mean you walk around smiling like an idiot, like, oh, everything's great. <laughs> but like, if you're like, things are going bad, and you're like, man, this is terrible. But you're not eternally like bummed. Like you're like, yeah, it's bad, but yeah. you know what? We'll get through this. Yeah. And you, there's a joy that surpasses that moment mm-hmm. or surpasses understanding as, as uh, the word tells us. Um, and you can tell if you have joy, like true joy, there, there's some things, some signals that we give off mm-hmm. when we're walking in the joy of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. One. Uh, contentment despite frustration mm, so which is like peace yes peace and that's not like again not saying that you're happy when bad things happen right because that's not helpful to anyone yeah like, like you get the news that like oh this loved one died you're like okay that's fine no like, that's, problem that's called denial and that's not what we're talking about but contentment despite frustration man i didn't get the job but you know mm. what god is still good and i'm still gonna praise him in spite you know this this terrible thing happened, but I'm still going to find some hope in this. And I'm going to be content that God is, is sustaining me. Mm, that's good. Well, and another one that we, um, as believers kind of get, we, we get a pass for this one. Sometimes it's like, we can walk around saying we have the joy of the Lord and that mm-hmm. everything's great. And we're, you know, I'm just so thankful that Jesus saved me, mm-hmm. but we love to complain. Come on. We just, and when you have joy, like when you have real joy, that complaining spirit, that griping spirit, that spirit that wants to find anything to be upset about, not, it, it shouldn't be there. Yeah. You shouldn't be giving into that because if we have joy, we have um, something else that's really important, which is gratitude. Mm, we can yeah. find the smallest thing and say, oh, wow, like, you know, I can be frustrated and I can be, I can even be angry for a time about something. But then that joy that I have in my spirit yeah. that's been given to me by the Lord moves me to say, oh, but you know what? I, I'm just so thankful that I have this, or I'm just so thankful that God did this. And yeah. I need to be reminded of these things. Um, but when we have a complaining spirit, mm-hmm. not really a sign of joy. Like if you think no. about it, nobody's like, oh, wow. They just, they are so joyful the way that they are complaining about everything in their <laughs> life. That just tells me they have joy. Yeah. And anytime you're operating in gratitude or you're operating in that contentment, despite your situation, you're going to, um, you're going to receive people who are, are questioning. Like they're mm. like, what is going on? Like there's something here. And that, that is the, the testimony, the living testimony that we need to be demonstrating to people um, as opposed to uh, trying to gripe to fit in, complaining with mm. those around the water cooler. I don't know. It's COVID. People don't hang out around water coolers. Anymore. Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> but hanging around like and trying to see who can complain, complain the most. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the culture of the world. Yeah. But when you are truly marked by joy, like when your life is, is altered by the joy of the Lord, 
then that complaining, like you're, you're no longer seeking to compete with mm-hmm. those who complain. You're also mm. no longer seeking to find validation by those who are living in a negative worldview. Come on. Because that's something that uh, we all did at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, all these people are sitting around being negative and I, I want to be accepted because this is where everybody is. Yeah. So you, yeah, I want to jump in. It reminds me of that scene of, um, in Mean Girls when they're all <laughs> sitting around talking bad about themselves <laughs> and uh, Katie Heron goes, well, I get really bad breath in the morning and they're just like, ew, Ew. (laughs) like they didn't really, cause she didn't know how to fit into this complaining culture. But, um, you also not only get people who are like, wow, what, what's going on? But you also get people that say the same words, but like, wow. Okay. Like what's really going on with this person? Mm. Like you start to receive pushback when you operate in joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we've actually received that. Yeah. It's been something that we've received from time to time. I remember, um, it was some years ago. We were sharing in like a, a retreat or something, sharing about like, okay, let's let's confess a moment or let's share something that we've struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, in a small, it was a smaller group. It wasn't like a conference. <laughs> Everyone confess your latest <laughs> sin. No, to no big deal. To the person to your right. right. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say. <laughs> Look at them square in the eye. Tell them whatever sin um, you're struggling with. No, but it was just a, you know, an intimate group. And um, someone shared in that group and they were being honest and I, I commended them for that. But they were like, you know, when I first met Kylie Joe, I just didn't like her. I did not. I didn't like her because, because, I don't like her. <laughs> don't like her. Um, you know, she, I just didn't really want to believe that she was as happy as she seemed. Mm. And like, that was my Come face on, when man. I heard, I was like, whoa, like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, th- thank you for being honest. And then this is somebody who like, we didn't have issues we didn't yeah. I, that I was aware of didn't go to blows, uh, until didn't, that moment. Y'all didn't square up <laughs> no. at any point in nope. that. Okay. Just we, make didn't, we didn't square up. I was just like, <laughs> okay. And, and they like this person expressed like, you know, and God showed me that, you know, through getting to know you, that your joy is genuine and this, this mm. happiness that you have. And, um, and honestly at that point in our lives, like I, I would look back at that now and say, like, Whew, you have no idea what, um, how that joy has sustained me in other seasons where worse things have happened um, or what that joy costs. I think that's a big part of it is like, you Mm. don't, (laughs) you don't know the cost of the joy that I have. You don't realize what, um, what has been gone through Mm -hmm. to, to sustain that. And I I like what you said about, you don't know how, um, how this has sustained me Mm -hmm. because I remember a time, I remember a time where you had a conflict with someone. It was at our, our college. And mm. um, at the university that we attended. <laughs> when I was in undergrad. And when I was in university. And um, I remember there was a, an adjunct that you were dealing with. And um, we were like, why does she not like you? Like, what mm. is the issue here? Mm-hmm. And at first we're like, interpersonal? Like, no, never had any problems. Um, and then I remember being like, maybe it's racial. But it wasn't racial because she had tons of friends and people that, like, were on her side that were multi-ethnic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I remember... Like it came down to like there was a bitterness that was present in that person. Mm. And like, I remember it being so like almost visceral, uh, like when we were around, um, I say we just cause I was accompanying you, but, uh, <laughs> whenever I was escorting you from place to place mm-hmm. on campus. Um, but there was like, there's something that people who are bitter, they don't get is that when you're holding on to the joy of the Lord, like that does sustain you. And as you're being sustained, through whatever situation, mm-hmm. it increases your joy and your reliance on that. Mm-hmm. And so it increases your ability to lean on the Lord and to find, um, find something beyond that moment. Yeah. But I remember how, 
uh, how frustrating it was in that season, but that kind of sets you up in, um, for future engagements with bitter mm. people. Mm-hmm. Man, we've, we've engaged a lot of bitter people, y'all. I don't know if it's a pandemic of bitterness in this world, <laughs> but bitterness since the beginning of is, time is real. Like mm-hmm. bitterness is a real thing. Yeah. Um, but that sustaining factor, I just love yeah. when you said that, like, not only does it cost, like you have to, you have to pay the price yeah. to be like, do you really believe this? Are yeah. you really going to lean into this joy? But it also, when you do lean into it, it's able to hold you mm-hmm. in those moments. And well, I just and thought that was cool. I think it's interesting too, what you encounter when you stand firm and you stand fast is, you know, people have that disbelief of mm-hmm. like, what? No way. Like, there's no way you're happy. Like you shouldn't be. And and, and that comes with a whole, like comes from a whole worldview mm-hmm. that is really skewed that like, oh, happiness, people who are happy have these things. You don't have any of these things. How in the world are you happy? Mm-hmm. Whatever you measure success by, whatever you yes. measure, like, um, uh, status or yeah. joy or just winning in yeah. general. And I think that that's one response is like, what? No way. Disbelief. Like, how is that possible? Um, which there's some openness in that. That's like, okay, well, I can engage that. Like, yeah. let me tell you what God's done for me and that's why right. I have this joy. It has nothing to do with the material things you see. But then there's also that, like, I see it as like this almost slithery kind of response mm-hmm. of like, okay, I get it. Like, you're smiling. But like, tell me what's really going on. Mm. Come on now. Did God really say that you'll have joy, like lasting joy, that your joy will be complete. Like, do you really believe that? Or fast forward to Job and like, yeah, Mm. Job's happy, but go ahead and, you know, take his wife and children. And then then we'll see how happy he is. That's so, that's so present. That's so good. And like, I've encountered that too, where like someone's, yeah, like where the response is like, look, you can tell me, you can tell me (laughs) that you're not really happy. It's like, no, I, what? Like, are you trying to convince me that- you put up such a great front of being happy. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, what? No, like, I'm not doing that. I don't know if you do that. I don't do that. That's not me. And like, and it's seems, also. It seems like a you thing. I don't. You are you sure you're not up. projecting? I, didn't have I feel I feel this is projection. Um, <laughs> but like, there's a lot of there's a worldview that comes that comes from as well of like, you know, we have to pretend we have to put on we have to perform. Yeah. A joyfulness, a joyful likeness in certain arenas so that people will not get too close or question or wonder if we really have faith or whatever it is. And so that it just, all of it is dysfunctional. Yeah. And, but that one is the one to me that distances the most. The, the first one yeah. of like disbelief is like, okay, well let's engage this. Yeah. That's question. still relational in some yeah, way. Yeah. But the other one is like, I don't really, I don't want to tell you anything now. Because like, it's putting, it's putting that person who's saying, yeah, but it's putting them first off in that position of, of judge. Right. Ooh, that yeah. is a judgment to be like, yeah, you seem that way, but I know better from my position mm. of my vantage point. I can see that you're pretending here, but there's some stuff you're not telling me. Like that's putting you in a position um, as the judger. <laughs> you, <laughs> why am I the judger? You're the judger. It, it puts you in that position of judge of being like, yeah, I'm judging your whole situation and I'm judging you as false. And I have what you've been weighed and found yeah, wanting. <laughs> been, and it also puts like reveals um, that mirror reflex. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. It never fails. Whatever you are like distrusting other people in is probably something that you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's something that you just can't stand about other people, it's probably something you don't like about yourself. Like it's been shown time and time again to to be true in that when you're you're putting that position of like, I bet you're pretending. It's like you're only saying that because you pretend like mm. it has nothing to do with me. Like, That's like this a, is almost you're getting into like imposter syndrome. Yeah. 
land. Yeah. It's a little bit imposter syndrome land. Go back and watch our episode on imposter syndrome. It's a good one. It's a good one. up here somewhere. <laughs> Click on that bad boy. Um, but there are, there are things that, that happen even like the social world mm-hmm. um, that demonstrate this haterade, this haterism. Oh, haterade. Um, this like hating, like not liking people being joyful. Um, and one of those things is, well, first of all, we all know that social media is fake, right? It's all fake. Um, all smoke and mirrors. But, and people only put the snapshots up. People rarely put all of their life up because mm-hmm. how many of you want to relive your terrible days when it pops up on your memories, right? <laughs> so like people really You put, posted two years ago that you went bankrupt. <laughs> oh, uh, sweet. Good to relive that memory. Um, but so most of the time we're just putting the happy memories because, yeah. I mean- Nobody, I mean, back when we had photo albums, nobody was taking pictures of their kids crying right. and putting them in photo albums. Right. Like, well, this is what I really was back in 68. Yeah. Like, so we get that. Um, but there are people when they see success on social media or they see that you're thriving in your field, whatever you do, then they're def- uh, like unfriending, they're mm-hmm. blocking you, they're, they're like commenting negative stuff or, or like picking out like, oh, congratulations on the promotion, but I'm getting kind of chubby. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? The backwards compliment? Yeah, like why are you saying, neg- like wh- what is that about? It's because people hate to see people being joyful yeah and when when someone is mad at someone for being filled with joy it indicates something about themselves not about Mm. the joyful person Mm -hmm. like their situation the the joyful situation has nothing to do with why the person is actually hateful and angry and mean um Mm. and it really says something about your heart condition and about uh kind of where you are in your relationship with a lot of things yeah Um, yeah but but, before we get to that mm -hmm. If you've been listening so far and you're like, you know what? I know somebody that needs to hear this. Come on. Maybe you it's know. you. Maybe, Maybe it's you. You need to hear it. But if you're like, you know what? I was just talking to Sister Kathy about this the other day and <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to send this to her. You go ahead and text her this, uh, this little, you know, you share nugget, it, you share it, copy the URL. You know how to do that. You know how to do it. You got to <laughs> click down there. Anyway, you do that and then you share it with her and she'll be like, oh my goodness, Deborah. I'm so angry I with you for believe. calling me out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I cannot believe it. We were just talking about this. And you'd be like, I know, Kathy. I totally. Anyway, you'll have a whole conversation with her about it. That's probably going to happen like today. <laughs> um, okay. So biblically, like we see this, this theme of people being mad at other people because of whatever reason, um, repeated over and over in scripture. Mm. And like the first one I'm thinking about is uh, Cain, Cain and Abel. Okay. So like Abel brought the the gift that pleased God. Like he mm-hmm. did what was right. And, um, Cain was all mad about it. He was all butthurt about it. And he came to God and was like, I'm all mad. And God was like, <laughs> you can do the right thing. Yeah. You won't be mad. And he's like, just do better. And Cain's like, I don't want to do better. I'm gonna kill my brother. And he's like, wait a second. <laughs> that escalated. That, that's not Very how quickly. this works. Um, but we see that, that spirit of, of, of jealousy mm. and that, that spirit of entitlement. entitlement. Yeah. Entitlement of like, listen, I deserve, it doesn't matter what kind of effort I put forth. I deserve to receive bounty and joy and pleasure. And I deserve all that I want. And it Mm. doesn't matter what I invest. Um, And we see that even today. Yeah. And part of the issue with Cain was not, and people don't read that story correctly. We read it from our, our remembrance of the Sunday school story that we got, Mm -hmm. which was just that, you know, for some reason we can't really tell why God liked Abel's gift more than Cain's. Well, no, there's a very clear reason mm-hmm. why Cain's gift was not acceptable mm-hmm. because he didn't actually give the gift that was called for. That's right. And so it's like, you don't show up to a bat mitzvah with a Christmas gift. I mean, come on anyway. So uh, that's a <laughs> that loose from? analogy. I don't know. <laughs> um, so Cain's gift was not acceptable. He that's didn't right. actually do what was required and Abel did. Mm-hmm. And so then we see this like 
this clear understanding of like, oh, well, you didn't actually like, you didn't follow the instructions, basic instructions. You didn't understand the assignment. You didn't understand the assignment. And then you're going to get mad at the kid who got the A plus. Yeah. You over here doing D minus maybe, maybe, maybe D work. Well, and we also see that in that story. Like Abel wasn't going around like rubbing Cain's face in it. Like God no. loves me. Nah, 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 nah. No. And he was just like, sweet. I gave the offering. And he probably went back to doing his work because he was working with the cheap. Am- the Aminos. And so he probably went back to doing the thing he was doing and he was joyful. And he was like, wow, that's great. God like showed up and like accepted my offering. Mm-hmm. But Cain decided like in his own heart, like I should have gotten that. Yeah. And how dare he? How dare you? How dare you oh, walk around here so much. with your joy filled <laughs> self while I'm over here frustrated. In your relationship with the Lord. And uh, I'm over here just trying to give him a little bit of what I made. He, he ain't going to take mine. He ain't going to take it. You ain't going to take it. That, um, that how dare you? That's uh, mm. David and, and Michal. Michael, Man. Mikhail, however you want to say it. That's one of my favorite stories. You like that story? I like that story. I just think it's amazing how, because it's so human. Like, yeah. there are a lot of stories in the Bible that you're like, oh my gosh, like left-handed assassin sliced a that's guy open. That's my jam. I love that But one. it's like, whoa, that's a, that's a crazy, like, you could see it in a graphic novel kind yeah. of story. And then there's stories of like, you know, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. Like, you can see that on stage. It, you could. <laughs> or a movie with, with Donny Osmond. Um, but then you have this story of, King David uh-huh. dancing before the Lord. I wonder what kind of dancing he was doing in his skivvies. Like he was out there like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and like, <laughs> she, and the, like, like his wife, first off, why wasn't she there with him? Like, why was she just watching from the, See? the palace? So much, She's up so there. many lessons in the story. Yeah. She wasn't out there like busting a step with him. She, she could have been, she definitely, she could have been grooving, moving and a grooving, but she looked at him and was like pitiful. And while she was in I that position of you. like, see, that, that's David or Dave. I don't know what she called him. <laughs> like Probably she's Dave. all like bitter about it. Mm-hmm. And while she's like, there's a celebration happening. Other people are down there like, mm-hmm. yeah, Dave, get it. And like, she's just standing <laughs> up there being bitter. And I just love the humanness of it because yeah. how many times have you in your life, you've been excited about something and you're just so thankful. And you're like, maybe yes, you've been dancing in your drawers. you might even be doing something crazy. Like you're hooting and hollering. And there's somebody sitting in the back that's like, see, that's why I don't take you anywhere. Like or that. the, you don't have to do it like you, that. You're doing you too You don't much. have to be so animated. Why you are you know, so extra When you're right so now? animated, it makes people uncomfortable. So yeah. keep, just, just do what I do and just hold it in. And then later when you're by yourself, cry. Then you can be bon happy. Bonds. But no, oh, like, but no, that's human. Right. Like the, people nowadays do that. And mm-hmm. it's not just this king and his wife. It's like, yeah. no, this is, this is your neighbor who got the new car mm-hmm. that you got mad about. Who hasn't seen their kid in, you know, six months and their kid shows up and they're hooting and hollering and they're enjoying, they're throwing a party and they're having a festivity. Man, do y'all have to be so loud? Can you keep it down, please? Um, Those Christians and they are always up late and they're always doing this and they're always that. Unfortunately, uh, it's probably the Christians more than not that are the ones <laughs> that, are, that are angry about That's other people too celebrating. Real. People, Sorry, aren't, too people real. aren't ready for that. Too real. My bad. Um, but no, you're <laughs> right. That is very, very real. That situation of like, Y'all, you're doing too much. Like, stop. You don't it's have like to do It's like the side eye. Like, yeah, like, hush. Dang, be quiet. Why? Because you don't have the same joy I do? I'm going to be joyful. And I love David's response. Like, oh, you think that's bad? I'm oh. going to tootsie roll even harder <laughs> for the Lord. Like, I'm, Oh, just you wait, Just Mikhail. wait. <laughs> I'm going to be out here getting it for God. All right? You thought that was funny. I'm going to bust this step. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, and in that you see you see that bitterness and you mm-hmm. see the like just stop, Dave. Cut it out. And he's like, No, what's your problem? <laughs> like, come dance with us. Like, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that choosing to to abstain from the joy that's offered and then Ooh. be mad at everybody else that, that sits at the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the food's here. Come eat. Man. But no, I don't want to eat. But not only that, I want everybody else to abstain too. Um, and so anyway, that's mm, that one. That's some kind of specialness. Well, then we also have the story of Stephen. Stefan um, Urkel. Who Just was, kidding. <laughs> Stephen was, <laughs> I mean, he was preaching. Mm-hmm. He was giving the word. Like he was delivering the word, rightly dividing the word of God. And they're like, kill him. Just go and take Just him out. silence him right now. Don't even let another word come out. You know, just yeah, we throw the rock at his mouth. Throw the whole person away. We're and while he, like, and he has this joy in the midst of being yeah. stoned to death. Yeah. That, that's like supernatural joy. You yeah. can't, and, and they couldn't take it from him. That's the thing that I think that story shows us the most. Like, okay, look, even <laughs> they could try to kill you. Mm-hmm. Not going to stop your joy. That mm. joy is going to continue you right on into glory. And you don't have to worry about what they're doing in the physical right now to yeah. bring you down. Yeah. I, like that's crazy that the first martyr was killed with for side note. Why isn't it called being a Steven? Like why did Justin martyr died way down the line? Yeah, and like point. we start anyway. So I would be mad. Like if I'm in heaven and I'm Steven, I'm like, Oh, you gonna name dying for the Lord after you this? You would dude? be mad I mean, in heaven. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm just saying like, the, it's heaven, the principle. It's the principle, the fact. <laughs> like, hold on a second. You think they care people. about principles in heaven? Yes. But not the principles. They got the prince of peace. They don't need oh, prince of hope. Look at that was that was awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. I think it also demonstrated that the people who stoned Stephen to death. Um, like they didn't know where his joy came from because they didn't know the person mm. whose joy came from. So they thought by killing him, mm-hmm. well, first of all, we're just going to silence him, which yeah. you can't silence the gospel. That's right. But we're going to silence him. And then, you know, we're going we're to kill this joy, this, this, you know, this, this unshakable foundation mm-hmm. of faith that he has. And they couldn't. No. Cause it made it, him even more mad. Yeah. And which even like further fueled Paul mm-hmm. who went off and was killing Christians. And then when Paul got converted and Paul went into prison, um, he was singing and was like, Hey, <laughs> ain't nothing going to stop. What is it? Ain't, can't nothing break my stride. Ain't nothing going to hold me down. Oh no. Stop it. I got to praise my stop Jesus. It. Stop it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the song they were singing in jail. And then the know. angel came <laughs> and the angel came was like, this, break is, these, this slaps. This slaps. So, so I'm going to go ahead and let these guys out. Oh my gosh. Because that's how angels talk. I don't, uh, yeah, anyway. sure. So, but that also showed like the people that were surrounding um, the apostles when they were in prison. Mm. Um, like I'm sure they were confounded. They were like, yeah. what? We're in the same prison. Like, Why are they like, have you seen pictures of the prison? Um, when they like locked them in stocks and like, they like had to lower them into a hole when they said it was like in the inner prison. Oh. It was like this, this pit. That was like, and then locked up in the pit. It was a lot. You got to look it up. It's still around. You can actually see this prison in um, Italy. Wow. Um, is it in Italy? I don't remember. If you know where it's at, comment, because I'm spacing out on where it is. But um, it's still a, a location you can go wow. check out. But yeah, so the, the people didn't understand where the joy came from. And joy is confounding to a world that prides itself on complaining, that prides itself mm. on who's the biggest victim. Um, which is kind of where our culture is right now is like, mm-hmm. oh, you think you're, you think your life's bad. Listen to my just, trauma. You know, hold on. Mm-hmm. You just sit back mm-hmm. and, and then I get all the attention now because I'm the biggest victim. Wow. And I get all the, um, 
the compassion and, and now I'm the center and I want everyone to focus on me. Mm. And if somebody else has uh, a worse lot, if I'm playing that game, I have to figure out how, well, it's not as bad as that. And wow. if all of a sudden somebody is like, oh yeah, no, my life's fine. And they're not playing the game. When I've got to try to get them in the game, yeah. you're like, oh, you think they're joyful, but what about their kids? The kids yeah. run around barefoot and you know, that means they're bad parents. You know, something. People yeah. just make stuff People up. Do. People don't know. They just say stuff. Yes. Well, and the, the hard part with that, like who's the biggest victim who like where it gets to being like we're mad at Christians mm-hmm. is like everyone has gone through something. That's right. People have gone through trauma or they've gone through like whatever situation you've been through. Everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference, like we're supposed to be marked by something different. So when the world says like, well, I've been through, I, I grew up without a father. The Christian says, oh, I did too. But here's the thing. God redeemed that because and then you tell the story. That's right. Um, or I grew up and, you know, I, or I went through um, drug addiction and I'm going through recovery. Well, the Christian says, well, me too, but here's, here's how my story is going now. Here's the, the healing I've experienced. Mm. And when you have a worldview that's like everything's hopeless and I can only get so much out of this life, so I better take all that I can, mm-hmm. give as little as possible because it makes you weak if you give. Um, when a person with that worldview looks at the Christian going through the same thing they're going through, yeah. it causes something in their spirit. And it can only be broken by the Holy Spirit. That's that, right. That stronghold of bitterness, that stronghold of entitlement and anger and jealousy, that can only be broken by the Holy Spirit. God has to work on somebody's heart. Yeah. But we, we as Christians are the ones who, who get to be Jesus with skin on, so to speak. We get mm-hmm. to be that representation of Christ. When we're experiencing people being mad about that promotion or mad about that success or mad about you just being happy around them, mm-hmm. we have to demonstrate to them that you know what you don't get to control how much joy I have you because yeah. you're not you're not the joy giver. That's right. I have the joy giver. So you can't take it if you can't, give it to me. Exactly. You can't take and, it. And and that's where I think we as Christians fail often is because yeah. we take this we have this like defensive mode that we go into where it's like well you how why are you saying that and you know what but God is and we try to like defend God yeah and uh, we try to have these arguments with people about why they should be acting like us mm-hmm. instead of just settling in and having that firm foundation of, well, I know who I am. I know whose I am. And I know this joy is unshakable. I'm not going to let anything take it from me. Yeah. Um, instead we try to like get in this like sword fight Mm -hmm. with people about like, well, no, but listen, no, you should feel this way. And don't you, but you can't tell me. And that's why that's another reason people get mad at Christians is because we can't just be joyful and have that security. We have to try and then prove it or prove other people wrong oftentimes. Mm. And it's like, if you, and that's where people say, well, if you're really a Christian, Mm. Then how come fill in the blank? That's true. I thought I had something to add to that, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have anything. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> we're like, I want to go into just some more um, details and how people get led into this, this mm. heart of bitterness. But if you're getting any content from this that is uh, helping you or benefiting you in any way, shape or form, please subscribe, please share, please let somebody know about the next Smith podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. But um, one of the things that leads people into that, um, bitterness, anger, jealousy, frustration is buying into being prisoner of the moment. Mm. So being held captive by your situation instead of having some sort of um, eternal situation that, that positions you uh, beyond the now. Mm. And so for believers, one of the things that we have or we're supposed to have is uh, our hope is hidden, you know, within the veil. Mm. Like Jesus has entered into the realm where we're going and he's, he's come back and said, Hey, I've got you. 
follow me. And so we have something that's like, oh, I know where I'm going. I, I have a hope. Mm-hmm. I have a faith that that's beyond this moment. Um, and so all this little stuff, like I'm, I can have joy in spite of this mm-hmm. because this right here isn't my end all be all. And so when you are lacking eternal hope, um, and even if you are a believer and you're like, I know that Jesus is the son of God and I go to church every week. And, but do you actually, have you actually placed your eternal salvation, mm. your eternal hope into Christ? Um, and is that your goal? Like Jesus, is Jesus your goal? Or mm. is Jesus doing stuff to make my temporal life better your goal? I mean, like, that's just a question for you to, to, to think about, to mm-hmm. ponder. Yeah, that's good. Um, because if your answer is I'm looking for other stuff, through Jesus, then you're, you're going to lack eternal hope. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, I mean, not just lacking hope, but lacking trust Mm -hmm. in God. And that's, I think there's so many times where Jesus, um, talks about faith Mm -hmm. and where we notice that God asks of certain people to do things. And these things seem far-fetched and they seem way out there. And it's like, just, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do what I said. Just trust, just trust me, do it. Yeah. Um, and when we don't have that trust and that um, we don't have that hope. A lot of times I think it's because we don't have trust. We don't really believe like, well, you know, God said, like I'm sealed. Like I know he said it, but I kind of feel like I might, like I could ruin this whole thing if I just mess up once. Mm. Like, but, but do you trust him? Yeah. Or are you putting trust in what you can do to secure your future for yourself? And there so are good. things on this earth that we have to do to secure things for ourselves. Like there are um, financial things. We need to do planning. We need to be yeah. responsible and good stewards so that we can secure things, you know, so you can have a place to live next month. you got to pay your rent. Got to do it. It's just, gotta you got to secure that. But as far as your worth and your value, mm-hmm. when God says, look, <laughs> are you not worth much more? Come on. Come on. Like, what have I, I've, I've shown you, I have shown you, oh mortal, what is good. That's right. Seek justice, love mercy, walk with me walk. humbly. And so I think that when we don't have that trust in Christ mm-hmm. and what he did, what he demonstrated with himself in and of himself, yeah. that leads us to have that, like those, those little, little bits of doubt, those seeds of doubt then grow into um, not just doubting that certain things will happen, but doubting that anybody could actually have joy. Yeah. If I doubt it for myself, well, I'm going to doubt it for anybody else that brings me a story about what God's done for them. That's so important right there because having that doubt in yourself, um, when you when you haven't fully accepted and received the love of Jesus Christ, and you don't you don't live in that, then what you're doing is you're playing this facade game where you're like, I'm going to do all the isms and I'm mm. going to say all the things, but deep down, I'm I don't I don't think any of this is real. Yeah. And so then when somebody else comes up and they're like, Praise Jesus, sister, you're like, mm-hmm, Yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> because you don't believe you don't believe them because you don't believe it for yourself. And so yeah, yeah I think that's super important what yeah. you just said. Yeah. And doubting that you like doubting your position as someone who God loves, um, doubting that, uh, like what Jesus did on the cross is effectual. Mm. Like is, here's a question that somebody asked me once and it's so, I think profound. You can ask the question, do I believe Jesus died on the cross? And most people who say they're Christian will say yes. Mm -hmm. But then you, you need to take it that proximity effect, take it closer. Do I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me personally because he loves me? Mm. And I think that's where we start to feel that doubt. And that's where people start to um, be like, well, I I don't really know if he died for me. It's like, okay, so now we're dealing with, you're not sure about your eternal Mm. position and and you don't have a living relationship with God because that's going to lead you to that place of like, I don't know. And that's hard because, you know, there's, 
there's some schools of thought and there's some, I would say even denominations that really put a lot of pressure on Christians to like, no, 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 if you're saved. Like, mm-hmm. and to even, um, show signs of it to just, yeah. And to maybe make a kind of a, a list of things to know if somebody else is truly saved or yeah. not. And I don't, I don't know that list, um, in scripture. So if somebody, if you know where it is, please let us know so we Book can find verse, it. Please. Um, but I think this does damage to people because we can be, we can be biblical scholars who know book, chapter, verse of so many things. We can quote scripture. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, and we can even look at like doctrinal things and understand why things are the way they are in the church historically and contextually. But when it comes to the, the relationship with Christ and actually believing, like you said, that his sacrifice was sufficient and effectual for me, mm-hmm. for me as an individual. Yeah. It's like, it's like crickets. Come on. And I think it's, it's okay for us to say, well, you, you know what? I think, you know, like, you know, Jesus, you know who he is, you know, like, but I want to encourage you to deepen your relationship with him. Cause here's the thing. Everybody has a relationship with Jesus. It's just whether or not yeah. you're living in it, Come whether on. like, yeah, your relationship with him is that you want nothing to do with him. You don't believe he exists despite all that he's done. That's for you. how you relate. That's how you relate to Christ and how he has related to you is what he did for you to demonstrate his love for you. Now, whether or not you want to bring that relationship to a a peaceable agreement, that's on you, but everyone relates to Christ in some way. Mm -hmm. And I think for us to take it into that personal realm, it's uncomfortable, Yep. but we do have to ask ourselves that, okay, could this little bit that I have in my heart that says, I doubt people have joy and I just don't, I don't like to see people happy. I don't like to hear them talk about all the great things in their life that God's Mm -hmm. done for them. Could that stem from the fact that I don't really believe that Jesus loved me enough mm. to die on the cross for me to be pierced for my transgressions? Yeah. Do I really not believe that? And you know, there are a lot of reasons why someone might doubt that. Some of them mm-hmm. very, very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of trauma, a lot of um, sin that, that people have uh, included you in that really weren't your responsibility. Mm. Um, and there could be things like that that you're saying, well, if God did love me, um, then why did X, Y, Z happen? Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that you have to work through. That is something that you have to seek the Lord in and, and seek spiritual guidance in um, so that you can understand the character of God and the character of man mm-hmm. and, and figure out where that pain falls. Mm-hmm. Because there are things that we hold God uh, captive to that were actually flaws of mankind, that Come were on. flaws of people. Come on. And yet we're trying to punish God for something that truthfully is only punishing ourselves. Mm. And so when you're, when you find yourself embittered and you find yourself in that place where you can't believe other people for their, for their joy, um, ask yourself these questions. Like, why am I mad at Christians? Like, why Mm. am I mad at joyful people? And if it's because I'm a bitter, hateful person, that's a you thing. Okay. Ebenezer Scrooge. You gotta, (laughs) you gotta work that out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope that um, this episode has has given you some things to think about. I know it's not yeah. really a Christmassy episode. No. Um, it's not something that we want to just But be... isn't it, though? It's about repentance. I and mean, that's what Jesus came. That's doy. why he was born. Come on now. It's true. Um, but, but just to think about these things right now, because this is a time of year, we know the story of Ebenezer Scrooge. We know the, the, the typical mm-hmm. thing, like, okay, Scrooge, bah humbug. But there are those people that carry that with them throughout the year. It's not, that's it doesn't right. just come up this time of year. Yeah. Yearly bah humbugs. Right. And so it's important for us to have these, uh, have these conversations with others and with yourself. 
Have it with yourself. Give yourself a hug. But don't talk to yourself because that, that can be weird. That's fine. Um, Just don't answer yourself. But <laughs> if you want to know more about being a part of our inner circle, we mentioned oh, that earlier. Yes. Uh, please go to uh, patreon.com slash Nick Smith podcast mm-hmm. and you can learn about being a member and um, it's kind of end of the year. So think about joining for a full year. You yeah. can do that. You can just sign up at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and have a whole year's worth of content. And we've got a lot of content like backlogged mm-hmm. on the inner circle um, area, right? Yeah. In, in their realm what, that you don't get if you're not part of the inner circle. Yeah. And so as soon as you join though, you get access to all of that. So yeah. you can go back and watch previous like hours episodes. and hours and hours. Yeah. Not content. to mention there's, there's uh, merch, there's discounts. We're actually about to clear out all of our merch because we're redesigning. Woo! Oh and yeah, we had. Yes. The, the original inner circle established 2019 mm-hmm. was happening. Um, <laughs> and so if you want, details about that please go check us out yes and join us if you'd like well and if you're a numbers person which i know some of you are um <laughs> you can actually save 16 percent Ooh, by switching to geico i know that might not sound like very much but like <laughs> but if you join let's say you want to join at the the um, what, which, which one is it it's the 15 dollars a month we have a 15 dollars a month tier mm-hmm. if you join for the whole year i believe it's like 151 60 or something like that for the mm-hmm. whole year that's actually less than 15 dollars a month that's right I'm just so you saying get a discount. you get a discount plus you still get all the same perks. That's right. You still get all the same good stuff for that tier. And it's a really great, I think it's a really great tier yeah, really to be is. on. Um, I mean, I'm not on it personally because <laughs> I mean, obvious for, reasons, for obvious reasons. Um, but I think it's great. And so if you want to join yearly at any um, level, you can do that. You can mm-hmm. sign up, pay one time and then you're in. That's right. In like Flynn. Is that still a thing? <laughs> no in one like says Flynn? that. Okay. No whatever. one says that. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> Bless you guys. This has been uh, the Nick Smith Podcast. Uh, we hope that this episode has connected you to living truth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.